Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Objectively Wrong, presented by The Next Men Up. As always, I am John, and that is still Abdeen. I'm exhausted. Yeah, Abdeen had a night last night. <laughs> um, so, we're bringing you the AFC East and West this week. Uh, this was pretty painstaking, mainly because it's kind of hard to talk a Raiders fan off the ledge. But who am I? <laughs> you ever uh you ever see that like uh then like I, I was watching Scrubs and like you see that joke where it's like make sure you watch out for the am- uh, for for the amnesia am- for the patient with amnesia and then from the side of the screen you see a diving patient that screams out, Who am I? and then hits you in the head. <laughs> 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 I have like I've seen maybe one or two episodes of Scrubs. It was never like I um, never got into it. I need to force you to watch that show. Um, do you know there's an actor in that show, uh, last name McKinley? Okay. Do you know who that is? Um, he's is it is it Perry Cox? Anyway, I, I, I don't. Anyway, he's yeah, he's John a, John C. McGinley. Yeah. So yeah. his I went to preschool with. I think his nephew mm-hmm. and I played lacrosse against his nephew for like years living in Jersey. So I don't know, just a weird bit of trivia. Yeah. He's um, hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. So we've got the East and the West, um, but we've got some news in the South. Oh, we do. And it sucks that we didn't get, uh, didn't get this news before we did our first little bit, which means we'll probably have to tweak this. Oh, we're, we're going to end up tweaking a lot. There's going to be some tweaks in a couple of weeks, but we've got word that Carson Wentz, my favorite quarterback, has uh, has suffered a nondescript foot injury uh, that is going to leave him sidelined for five to 12 weeks. As of the recording of this, it seems as if he has already had the surgery. Like literally the day before. Yeah. So five to 12 weeks. It's currently August, currently the first week of August. He, uh, you, you gotta get, you gotta get back quick. You only got so much time. Uh, the Eagles have a vested interest. Yeah, John in Carson needs to play time. John needs you to play seventy five percent of the games, Carson. Yeah, I need you. To, you gotta play like twelve and a half games. He doesn't think you're making the playoffs. <laughs> I really don't. I want your pick. I really want your first round pick. I don't want your second round pick. I want your first round pick and David Putney. Yeah, uh, um, just because I feel like it. You pancake um, eating motherfucker. <laughs> you pancake eating motherfucker. <laughs> Great movie. Um, <laughs> we're three minutes in. We have four duck sounds already. Quack quack. God, quack, I wanted quack. I wanted to say quack quack like. <laughs> you can so, tell that we had quite a night. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So so Carson Wentz out with a five to twelve week foot injury, and then this morning we get word that Quentin Nelson. Is also out with a five to twelve week foot injury. <laughs> what the hell's happening to the feet in Indy right now? That's why they're moving the combine, John. Is Rex Ryan coaching there now? No. See, if Rex Ryan was coaching there, their feet would be fine, immaculate, <laughs> actually. Imma- immaculate. <laughs> he would say you could eat off them. Yeah, he might I- try. <laughs> oh, God. And part of me wanted to forget that that ever happened, but then we start talking about feet, and I'm just like, I gotta bring that up. <laughs> yeah, the Colts are just unlucky. Like they built a good team there, almost a great one, and they're like a quarterback away. 
yeah, they're still quarterback away if Carson's healthy, but like they're a quarterback away, and the guy they think is the guy gets hurt immediately. Listen, listen, all they need is for the guy they think is the guy to get injured for the entire season so that they can I hate you. So that they can go two and fourteen or like one and fifteen. Oh, I'm sorry, one and sixteen or one and two six, and yeah, yeah, you gotta get that right. Seventeen games in team. Then they're gonna draft another quarterback, and it turns out he's gonna be amazing. But he's gonna get injured too much, and he's gonna go, and he's gonna leave to go spend time with his family and his Amish house. <laughs> Rattler or Kedon Slovis? It's got to be Slovis. Slovis is an Amish name. <laughs> is it? No. That was Greek. <laughs> There's no way Slovis is an Amish. I have name. no idea what name that is. It sounds Greek. I don't know why. Slovis Maybe sounds Greek to you? I don't know. We'll have to do. We'll have to bring this up. If if Kedon Slovis is Greek, it'd be like the the NFL's version of the Greek freak. All right. Keaton Slovis. I looked up where's Keaton Slovis from, and he gave me Scottsdale, Arizona. Well, that's obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's different. Do you have any information on his name? I'm reading his wiki. We don't need to do that. Yes, we do. It's, this is important. It's not that important. <laughs> I need my I need my Andrew Luck metaphor. So Nick Chubb and, signed a contract too. Oh, and what was it, John? <laughs> uh, according to Ebtine, in our notes, <laughs> Ebtine wrote in our notes the Nick Chubb contract is a quote raging boner. Because you didn't like Limp Biscuit contract. <laughs> what is the matter with you? I want to keep our notes, you know, creative and funny. If Dean thinks he's hilarious. I am hilarious. <laughs> as long as you believe that, this show continues. <laughs> Objectively. Um, Objectively. <laughs> um, so yeah, Nick Chubb, you secured the bag. Good for Nick Chubb. Now, a three-year contract is low. I think that's short term. It's um, good and bad because he can get a he can get another big deal, or he can fall to the wayside and just the, the career is basically going to dwindle down. Yeah, the challenge here is running back. You know, you, when you play running back, you kind of want to secure a longer deal because you've only the, the thinking is you only have X amount of years anyway. You're a running back. Running backs tend to go extinct way quicker than everybody else does. So. You know, the question is, is he going to have enough gas to justify another contract after that three-year one is up? I, For his sake, I hope the answer is yes. I love Nick Chubb. You can point to the fact that Kareem Hunt's also on the team, so they're not going to, like, run him to the ground. Right. So you can, like, you can make the assumption that three years down the line, he'll still be... He'll still be able to go. Yeah, he'll still be able to go, and he'll get another contract. Sure. It's just, it's risky when you're a running back. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, it's, it's epically challenging at running back. You know, the Browns have had themselves a quietly very good off season. I would like to see them engage the Baker Mayfield contract talks a little bit stronger. You know, that's kind of the last piece that you got to pay. You mm-hmm. got to make sure he's, he's, Secured because I think Baker Mayfield proved to you last year he's the best Browns quarterback they've you know in like 15 years. I think 15 so, might be too low, yeah. I think it might be longer. So, since Tim Couch, since what was the year was that 99? So, 22 years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Nick Chubb, I, I don't know why are we calling it a boner because we're excited about it. I don't understand what you're trying to say here. I think, uh we were tired, bored, in a rush, and we just typed whatever it was. Don't about. say we. You wrote Raging Boner. You're the one that rushed me. <laughs> Nobody rushed you. What are you talking about rushed you? 
Yeah, you were the one like, we need to leave. We need to get off right now. They're here. Yes. Yeah, okay, you were like, okay, raging boner. Like, that's what you thought of. All right, whatever. Um, no, I mean, I think it was just a joke because, like, the, my first, like, look at that contract, I'm like, okay, that's a lot less than I thought he was going to get. And I'm like, do you think this is a great deal, John? Because I don't. I think I think this isn't a great contract. And you're like, this is an amazing contract. I'm like, okay, John, you're it's right. Great contract for it's the Browns. a raging boner. <laughs> it's a great contract for the Browns. Oh, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I didn't like the contract for Nick Chubb. Chubb could have gotten more years. He could have gotten more years and he could have gotten more money. What was the what was the amount? I think it was like, what, 84 million? 84 for three years? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I've, I've, been, I've been looking at uh, NBA. You're looking at too much basketball. Yeah, I've been looking at NBA. Too much. 36. Three <laughs> years, 36.6. Yeah, he did not get as much money. That's not year. that much. No, you're not wrong. So, I mean, so like, my opinion was like, this isn't. This is a pretty like lackluster contract. Check this shit out, though. Ready for this? This is okay. some brilliant work by Cleveland. You know what his cap hit is this year? What? Four point seven. You know what his cap hit is next year? What? Five point two. Okay, so for Cleveland, they don't really have to. Pay. The cap hit isn't big till twenty twenty three. They bought themselves two years. So Cleveland's ecstatic. Yeah, Cleveland's got to be high for this. But contract. for for Nick Chubb, I think I think it's it's a lackluster. And Chubb is going to be an he's unrestricted. More, he's going to be unrestricted when he's thirty. So he he can get one more contract. Which if maybe like maybe years, running back, maybe the years were more important to him. But um, I don't know. And there's an out. There's a potential out in 2024. Because it's a three year extension. He's still playing under the I think the original contract this year. It's just for a running back that is at worst a top three running back in the NFL. It's a pretty crap contract. <laughs> Guaranteed twenty million. Yeah, it's not. It's not as high a contract as a player like Nick Chubb should be able to command. Mm-hmm. There was obviously some form of negotiation towards the years. Maybe Nick Chubb thinks he's going to double up here. It'd be great if he did. Then it looks great for Nick Chubb, obviously. Yeah, if he doubles up. But age thirty, who's going to pay a running back at age thirty? I, I, that's my problem. That's the problem. That's a valid problem. All right. So that's that's how we got that wording. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how you pulled up Raging Boner. <laughs> Speaking of Raging Boners, and we wrote this in the notes, Nick Bosa is a dick. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, now, we're not going to attack Nick Bosa here. We can go after his girlfriend, though. I mean, she wants us to, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> so here, let me, let, let's just make something clear. If you're going to start tweeting... You better be careful. As somebody that's like a, a, a Twitter, like I, I second as a Twitter troll. I love Twitter. <laughs> um, I love Twitter so much. And I love just pissing people off on Twitter because it's objectively hilarious. I don't go out of my way to do it, except I kind of do. And it hurts us. <laughs> like actually it does hurt us. So I have to stop doing it. <laughs> I have to stop doing it. It's a sickness. I'm truly, I'm ill. I'm addicted to coffee. John's addicted to trolling. Yeah, I'm addicted to Twitter and the team <laughs> likes caffeine. A lot. Um, Where's my coffee? Nick Bosa. <laughs> Nick Bosa's girlfriend's Twitter was scoured yesterday, a couple of days ago, I think. It's been a few days now. And uh, she's not unfamiliar with the N-word, it seems. Bad. Bad. None of this is good. You can't do that. I mean, we can't say too, too much on this, team, but like, what? Nick Bosa, wasn't Nick Bosa like, is, is Bosa also not vaccinated? He's not, no. Okay. So Nick Bosa and his girlfriend are just collectively assholes. 
One of them's not vaccinated, and the other one's just a straight up racist. <laughs> yeah, not great. We're, I, I don't have much more to say. I could. You know, sh- you know what I actually have to say? Hmm. Okay, like this is not a new thing anymore, guys. People, like if you have a bit of fame whatsoever, people are going to look at your old tweets trying to oh, like, yeah. knock you down. The tweets are not new; they're yeah. old. They're like like the tweets are really old, like eight years. Yeah, seven so, like, years. Like, if you have a little bit of fame at this point, go ahead and just, you know, delete your past. <laughs> Get rid of it. Because people are looking for, like, the stupidest things to hit you on. Like, this is this is a little different. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, this, is, this isn't a stupid thing. Yeah, You're this is racist. I mean, uh, it's like, didn't, like, uh, like, like, Suicide Squad's coming out, right? This Thursday. And, like, James Gunn got hit on for his, like, old tweets. And, like, Every yeah. comedian has the answer for all their jokes in the past. It's just like <laughs> people want to shit on you and knock you down. Don't give them the ability to do so. And it's been like this for like at least four to five years. I don't know. Maybe go and delete the p- parts of you when you were a horrible person years ago, because apparently it's going to come back. <laughs> yeah, it comes back. If you were a piece of garbage, the Internet doesn't forget. In um, fact, they try to actively search it out. They now. actively try to remember. You know, I am sure you or I have posted some social media crap that isn't great. I'm sure. Probably. Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal. Everybody was stupid 10 years ago. You know, the R word was never. Oh, yeah, that's right. Colloquially, let's put it this way. You or I used the R word when we were kids. Probably. Yeah, right? Like, it's not, I haven't used it in years, but it's something that was around. The F word, uh, the homosexual slang for uh, the F word. We oh, were all using okay. that. I was like, I was like, John, I've used the F word. I say <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah, like I've literally yeah. used it. The F word. You, you, you see what Matt Damon said this week? What? Matt Damon used it, used the F word when referring to um the 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 F word slang for homosexuals. Mm-hmm. He um he used that term at a dinner table with like his family. Okay. And his daughter, his younger daughter. He says that she basically presented him a treatise on why that was wrong. The problem is this has only been, according to the way he told it, it's been in the past year that he learned this. This man is in his 50s. <laughs> I think, I think isn't Matt Damon like 50? Like, it, it's just, people were like, you just learned this, Mr. Damon. Matt Damon is, he's 50, flat. It looks okay for 50. Oh, look, I look at Matt Damon, the first thing he gets. Is I do not use slurs of any kind. Yeah, no, I, publicly, t- publicly sourced sour. Yeah, uh, insists he never used that. I stand with the LGBT. Listen, I, I'll, I'll put it this way: if Matt Damon used it, he may not have used it in in a, in a, in the means of trying to insult somebody of that community. That I, I and and you know what? I can't. Yeah, if you did that, you did that. You can't use the word though. You have to learn it at some point. So these are just things like, yes, the world has changed, word te- word definitions, word meanings, the connotations, the underlying meanings, they've all changed. It's called evolution. We learn and we learn to not do things. And we learn that some of the things we were doing are wrong. It seems like Nick Bosa's girlfriend needs to learn that that shit was wrong then and it's wrong now too. Good job bringing it back, John. <laughs> yeah. You just can't do these things. All right, from one 50-year-old actor to uh, 
an extremely old head coach who I don't know how old he is. Zimmer's older than 50. Yeah, Mike Zimmer is my hero. Mike and Zimmer's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> He's doing the Lord's work. Uh, Mike Zimmer is 65 years old. Is he really? Yeah. Looks pretty good for 65. I like how, like, when you look at his, like, uh, like Wikipedia page, it says, like, married to, like, Vicky Zimmer from question mark to 2009 for some reason. Remember that, remember that, remember that game he coached with an eye patch? No. What? Didn't he get, like, laser eye surgery and had to do a game with, like, an eye thing? Like an I eye don't covering? remember that. I feel like that was something I saw. Maybe it was just a presser. I don't remember. But he got, like, he had, like, eye surgery, like, during the season. Anyway, uh, what... Mike Zimmer zooming into view. And I got bored. What's the matter with you? I got bored. <laughs> You're just drunk with note writing power. Well, I did get drunk, John. <laughs> I mean. Anyway, go ahead, Zimmer. Anyways, Mike Zimmer does not care about your petty feelings. And is currently spending every single day telling his players to like what like how am I gonna say it's like nut up and shut up? <laughs> I love how he's doing it like during pressers. Right. He's like outing his team. <laughs> like it's so funny. He's just like going to the press conference, like, hey, half my team is stupid. Get the vaccine. <laughs> like, it's so funny. <laughs> like, uh, like Mike Zimmer is known to throw his players under the bus sometimes, right? He doesn't give a damn. This is this is like <laughs> this is like he tied them down a railroad track and he's like just bringing in more and more trains. He's just running them over with more trains. <laughs> Had enough? I have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those trains. You see those? Have you ever been stuck behind the train tracks, Riverside? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In a car where it takes yeah. like thirty minutes. Yeah, it's like that train. Yeah, he's just running you over with that one. It, it's 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 insane. We've cursed a lot in this episode. It's um, an AFC West episode. Charlie. AFC West. <laughs> the ratings. But no, we uh. I mean, the, the the official position of this of this show is to get vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Oh, yeah. I've been vaccinated for a lot longer than everybody. Moder- Moderna <laughs> gang. Were you Pfizer? No, I was Moderna. Yeah. I got, I got vaccinated like January of last year. Moderna, the official vaccine of this podcast, oh, which we can't say. No, it was December for the first one and January for the second one. This podcast is not sponsored by any pharmaceutical company. But um, we would like to be. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't, not I don't really, know. not really. I don't, I, don't know that, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if we do. You want to sponsor a segment that has nothing to do with your price policy? I'll go ahead and yeah, do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I think we're going to waive that one. Yeah. There's Pfizer like, corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think we're going to pass on that. The um, Moderna man. The Moderna minute, like the yeah. last minute of the podcast is sponsored by Moderna. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. We have what no sponsorship. Oh, Johnson & Johnson, right? Yeah, no. What, what can I do with Johnson & Johnson? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Get a, get a different vaccine, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So, so anyway, the official position of this show has been get, a va- get the vaccine. And like stay this. home if you don't want to. That was a, it was an old college humor video, of um, ripped college humor. Do you remember Super Bingo? Did you no. ever see that video, Super Bingo? No. It was when they were. It was this uh, comedy group, Picnic Face, that was like part of college humor. Like weirdly, it was like some kind of weird offshoot for like a year. And they did. A, do you remember Power Thirst? No. Oh God, they they did those too. You didn't see Power Thirst? 
I don't think I did. I had to send you power thirst later. Um, but anyway, Super Bingo was like um, there was it was just like being stupid about like different uh, theme nights they'd have for Bingo. So it's like Wednesdays are no Lynn Wednesdays. Is your name Lynn? Then stay the fuck home, bitch. <laughs> so it just reminded me of like if you're not vaccinated, stay the fuck home, bitch. Yeah. So Mike Zimmer, keep keep doing what you're doing. Uh, some. Uh, <laughs> You got one quarterback in camp right now. One. No, and it's signed, someone you signed, signed off the street. Oh, yeah. wait, is he all That's the one. one. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the one. What's his name? It's like Case Coke. Chris right? Cookus or something. Cookie Come puss. on, Dad. <laughs> Cookie Puss. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Chris, um, you're going to have to get rid of that one, too. <laughs> no, Cookie, no, Cookie Puss, you don't have to get rid of. Okay. Cookie Puss is literally the name of a cake. It's the name of something made by Carvel. All right. The Vikings have claimed Danny Etling. Danny Etling was available? Like 22 hours ago. Yeah, they claimed him. Okay. And, oh, and the quarterback is Case Cookus. Case Cookus. Case Cookus. Should have been a chef. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> ideal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else do we oh, have? Is it just I what? A picture of Case Cookus. Why? <laughs> Is it a mess? It's just it's it's a great photo. We should move on. Wait, let me look. I have to look. Case Cookus. Oh. All right. Well, I mean, it looks like a backup quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> it's certainly oh, he's from TO. He's from Thousand Oaks. It was up near where I went to high school. How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, good for you. Anyway, um, all right, let's move on to the real to meat. Record, the yeah, let's get to these record predictions. Let's now, start with the AFC East, John. We've got the East and we've got the West. Now, I have to share my screen with the Ebtin and their tears. So, what did we do last time? Did we go from bottom to top? Yeah, we totally did. Okay. AFC East. Now, we all know teams in this division are Miami, the Jets, Patriots, the Bills, Miami's the Dolphins. I said everybody's team but Miami. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, here we go. The New York Jets. In fourth place with a staggering record of 2-15. and 2-16, John? 2-15. and 2-15. Emptying. Scroll down, John. <laughs> I swear to God it says 2-16. and Okay, I'm stupid. Hello. Yes. <laughs> With a staggering record of two and fifteen, Zach Wilson's New York Jets. Now, here's his button. Zach Wilson the other day, there was some tape. You don't use Instagram, no, I don't. But there was NFL Network, NFL's like official Instagram uh, account posted a video of Zach Wilson, uh, you know, stepping up in a pocket during like a, a script, like a you know, non-padded play, but stepping up in the pocket, hucking one downfield. There were two pretty glaring issues with it. Number one, he would have been sacked <laughs> if it were live. He would have been sacked nine times the next Tuesday. Second problem is he underthrew the pass by about three yards. Still caught, but the receiver had to stop. We've not been shy about our resistance to uh, to get behind Zach Wilson. John is a lot more favorable than I am. I'm more favorable than Ebtine, but... 
I'm starting to sour on that. I guess I kind of was just trying to hedge, mm-hmm. but it is not a it's not a player that I'm that I'm getting more excited about at all. Uh, like, I just uh, don't see it. We may like we like Zach Wilson was loved by the media, right? Yeah, I'm not I'm not misremembering that. Nope, they were all about. Uh, I never we, got it. I we, never. We got could it. be. We could be wrong still. I mean, oh yeah, I, we one hundred. He hasn't played a football. Hasn't game played yet. a game yet. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm waiting for more tape. I'm waiting for more anything. Just. I'm waiting for. His, I'm, I'm waiting for the first snap. Then I'm going to make a sweeping decision on his career. On one snap. Yeah, on one. Snap. If it's a handoff. Oh, middle of the road quarterback. Middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, only, the only games we have been winning are against Denver and Houston. Yeah. We made Houston one and sixteen. That should tell you all we need to. That that is not a game you need to you know tune in for on November twenty eighth. I might I might pass on that one. Might just uh, even even the Denver game. I think we're being a little nice to the Jets right now by giving them the Denver win. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. Just okay. Let's 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 make the entirety of the save New York not hate us as much as they should right now. Okay. This is a completely new team, basically, with a completely new head coach and a GM who's like just started working on the team in his own image. We don't like your quarterback. <laughs> uh, maybe your quarterback will no. prove us wrong, but uh, I don't. I don't see it. <laughs> don't like him. I don't uh, like him very much. I don't think your schedule is that great. I think your schedule is pretty like it's pretty bad for you. You Wait, got you got New England and Tennessee in the first four weeks. I think Carolina will probably like. I think Christian McCaffrey's going to run all over you in week one. Um, Patriots in week seven. Uh, Indy at week nine. Maybe Carson Wentz is there. Maybe not. Maybe you can win that game. Buffalo, Miami, weeks 10 and 11. There's games you can win. I just don't think you're going to. We just don't see you winning any of them. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay, week 17. Like, because we need to give we need to throw Tampa Bay a bone. <laughs> yeah. Um this is a rebuilding team. This is not a good schedule for that team. It happens. Enjoy your top what two pick because it's going to yeah, be you'll really be valuable. You'll it's be back up there. It's going to be a very valuable pick cuz you're not going to give up on your quarterback. Maybe Houston drafts a quarterback and you can get that uh Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau. So uh there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the tunnel's really, really long. You know what um, we should do, John? Hmm. We're going to do shots on the Jets again. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're doing shots on the Jets again. Yeah, we are. I mean, we, now we'll do shots on the Jets if they lose week one. Because, okay. like, we if they win week one, then it's going to be a really short thing. Be a really <laughs> short line, you know? People forget the Jets should have won two games last year. Yeah, they should have. They, they should have won two games. They collapsed. They collapsed. Yeah. They should have won two games. Greg Williams decided, you know what? I'm not going to run zone on the Raiders this play. I'm going <laughs> to run man-to-man. I'm going to run man-to-man 60 yards away from the end zone like a moron. <laughs> and give and give absolutely zero safety help for against Henry Ruggs, where his biggest thing was, that man is fast. <laughs> uh, the worst defensive alignment I've ever seen in my life. All right, so that's the Jets. It's not a whole lot. See you next year, buddy. Third place. And this is surprising. This will be surprising to some. Miami in third place with a record of eight and nine. 
Now, Dolphin fans, uh, you know, probably not thrilled to hear that. There's a few reasons. One, we don't know how much better your team got than last year. And the uh, biggest the biggest reason is we don't know if your quarterback got any better. Yeah, it's it's tough with Tua. We don't know. Tua showed some things last year, but he also showed some really concerning things. He did not inspire faith for me. No, um, it it didn't show didn't show on the tape that he, that he was going to be long for this league as a starter. Now, uh, l- let me see if you agree. Okay. This is how I see the Dolphins going into the season. I see them as a team competing for that last wild card spot. We yes. still have them doing that. We have yes. them failing, but we have them competing for that last wild card spot. Yes, I, I do have them in that competition. I don't have them starting especially strong. We have them on a three-game losing streak from week five to seven. We actually spot Jacksonville a win in week six. And then they go on a three-game run against Houston, Baltimore, and New York, the Jets. But then two more losses to the Panthers and Giants went off the bye, but then not a whole lot till week 18. It just, it feels like a middling win. It feels like a middling season for them. Mm-hmm. Like they go four and two in that division. They get smoked by, I'm sorry, not smoked. They, they split with Buffalo. They split with New England. They sweep New York. They're obviously better than the Jets. Like it's, yeah. it's very obvious that that's true. Tua with a hip injury is better than what the Jets can put on the field. I think um, it's just once again we need to look at the schedule. I think the AFC East just might have a tougher schedule. Than it's normal. tricky. Yeah. It's a tricky schedule. I don't know if it's hard. It's tricky. Now your first three games, you have New England, Buffalo, and the Raiders. We have you beating the Raiders and ending that three weeks, uh, three going one and two. But then you 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 got a Tampa Bay game thrown in at week five. <laughs> like you have Tennessee week 17. You have New Orleans on a Monday night in week 16. Like there are this is not you're, a fun schedule. You're, you're getting Atlanta off a bye, which yeah. is not ideal to deal with Matt Ryan. You're getting Baltimore on a Thursday night. You're we give you that game, but it's just there's there's a lot of there's a lot of questions in this Miami team. The only thing we don't question is Brian Flores. Hell of a coach. Flores is a good football coach. He's a great football coach. Um, but there are some team issues. Um, I think Miami is clearly on the right path. Yes. But it will be decided not by how talented their coach and overall team is, because there is talent there. The path will be decided whether or not Tua, Tua uh, takes a step. And if he doesn't, I see, I see this or even worse, actually. This is a weird team. We feel like this is the median of what they'll end up being. They could be four wins. They could win 12 games. Yeah. So Miami's one of the tougher teams to gauge. But it's only challenged by the fact that New England is also insanely hard to gauge. But we made them 9-8. and eight. And we uh, Belichick threw a lot of weight on us. Belichick, I mean, in my opinion, you have to account for Belichick. Mm-hmm. You, you absolutely must. Because... They won seven games last year. And they really should not have. They sucked. Yeah. And they won seven games. We have them going nine and eight. So two more wins because the team is getting back players. Mac Jones, um, I mean, Belichick saw enough to draft him in the first round. Mac Jones will probably start 
uh, parts of the season. They spent a shitload of money in free agency. Yeah. So this team is better than it was last year, and we have them going 9 and Big time. You know, this feels like the low end of what they can end up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is a schedule that's not exactly especially fortuitous or advantageous to the Patriots. Yeah. Um, we did give them some losses here that they could easily take away. You know, I feel bad for the Colts coming off the bye, having to play New England off the bye. Mm-hmm. Colts would win that game if not for Belichick getting an extra week to prep for them. Um, and you know, Belichick wants like revenge on just like any like any part of that Eagles Super Bowl. Even though Carson Wentz didn't play, he still was part of the team. Frank Reich was the OC though. Oh. He wants revenge. So, yeah. He wants so much revenge. By the way, what do you say to the reporting that, like, maybe, like, why not? Why don't the Colts call the Bears to trade for Nick Foles? I don't think they should do it at all. I and do. I think, uh, I think it'd be funny. I think it's been confirmed already, right? That, like, Nick Foles didn't get any trade, like, stuff from, like, the Colts. As of yet, no. As of yet, no. Also, you don't want Nick Foles on the Colts. He's just going to steal Carson's job again, and you're going to end up with a second-round pick. At that point, I wouldn't care. At that point, it would just be entertaining. If Nick Foles ended up a Colt, I'd be like, screw the pick. I just want to see the world burn. <laughs> and it will burn. Nick it, Nick Foles is, is Carson Wentz's worst nightmare. So anyway, Patriots 9-8, and eight, not a bad skit, not a bad record. We actually have it good enough for a playoff berth, but we'll talk about the playoffs in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we um, uh, obviously like things change during the preseason. Yep, uh, we did. People get hurt. Did, yeah, we did the uh, AFC South before Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson both had foot injuries that are that are going to keep them out for five to twelve. Five weeks. to twelve weeks. Yeah, uh, same same injury. So like uh, three weeks from now, when we finish up the NFC, also, and we come back and we retool everything, that will be a more definitive. Uh, like understanding of how we feel going into this season. Lastly, let's, let's move on to Buffalo, John. In the AFC East, we have Buffalo. Buffalo Bills with a 12 and 5. Shell shocking this division. Like just, just running away with it. We actually, I mean, that basically clinches it week 16. Yeah. Like they don't even need this Atlanta or New York game. They're just going to get them because. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo is the best team in the division. Now, we have to, we did not pick based on this, but their infighting with the vaccine issue is significant. It yeah. matters. And that, that could absolutely stymie this Bills season. We have them opening with a four game winning streak. We then, oh my God, what are you yawning? Ugh. We then have them losing three in a row. Before winning three in a row. Yeah. Uh, and then they close out with a four-game winning streak. Yep. Bu- Buffalo's back end of their schedule, their final four games are very simple. Carolina, New England, Atlanta, and the Jets. That should be four wins for the Bills. It yep. really should be. Um, you know, we've got them five and four versus teams of winning records, seven and one versus teams of losing records, eight and one at home, which I think is actually very reasonable. For Buffalo, um, you know, and only the only game in the division they lose, we give them a loss to Miami. Um, 
So uh, this is a great team. It really is a great team with great coaching. It It's going to come down to how well are they all going to get along this year. Obviously, the Cole Beasley thing has been a bit of a cloud over Bill's camp. So, you know, these things matter. These little, these, these extraneous things, these things that aren't completely football related, they matter. Yeah, they affect locker room chemistry. And that's yeah. going to have a, like a bigger effect than anyone can possibly. It's going to have a major, yeah. major adverse effect. Now, um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on their head coach's name. I can see his Sean face. McDermott. Yeah, thank you. Sean McDermott's a great coach. He is a he great can, coach. He can very easily bring the locker room together once again and have them move past this. Capable of it. Yeah, they can they can buy in. Uh, obviously, we have the Bills uh, doing well. We have them at 12 and 5. And uh, I think it's safe to say that when it comes to the AFC Championship game, we have them and the Chiefs like duking it out. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's kind of where we're at. And that's kind of a spoiler for the AFC West. But if you didn't think we were picking the Chiefs to win the West, uh, you're not, you know, you probably don't know football that well. It's just too good a team to ignore. But anyway, we'll go to the West. And this West is a little better than I think many people thought. A little um, better. We're, we're probably a little high. Like collectively, we're pretty a little. We're even a little even at the bottom, even yeah. at the bottom and fourth place, we have a Denver Bronco team with a six and 11 record. Yeah. Which seems plausible. <laughs> you know, not a whole lot of surprising victories. Um, this is a Den- team that still doesn't have a quarterback. They're obviously waiting for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> this is a team that is helped by the fact that they played the Giants, the Jaguars, the uh, Washington football team. They played Dallas. They played Detroit. They played Cincinnati. We gave them wins in all those games. We do have them losing one to the Jets because the Jets have to win something. <laughs> uh, we have them losing something to Philly because the Eagles have to win something. But so they can very easily have two more wins added. They could have two more wins easily. They could win eight games. Mm-hmm. Why not? The, the, we looked at the Broncos. We're like, oh, the Broncos are four wins, five wins. You look at the roster. It's like, this is not a five-win team. It's not. It's just a better team than that. The team is way better than that but record last year shows. They are severely limited by their quarterback play, and they, they still are. are. They, they were limited last year with, oh, my God, with, like, spotty quarterback play, mm-hmm. with very spotty QB play. Uh, Drew Locke, fully healthy, full season with a full arsenal of weapons. Maybe that changes a bit. You know, it's not It's not going to. You've got Cortland Sutton back. Cortland Sutton's obviously a great target. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We still think Denver's weaker than the other three <laughs> in this division. We, we had the discussion about it. The division is broken up into really three factions. Denver is the bottom. The Chargers and the Raiders are in the middle. And the Chiefs are at the top. The Chargers and Raiders are not as good a football team. Neither one of them are as good as teams as, as Kansas City. They're just not. Uh, the Chargers and Raiders, I think there's more of a gap than a team does, but there probably isn't that much of a gap between the Chargers and Raiders. You know, the Chargers have a first-year coach. The Raiders have a guy that coaches like it's his first year, so it's a little <laughs> it's a little similar. Um, you know, um, I mean, I think the I think the difference comes for like I didn't like the Chargers hire for their. Uh, it, it's odd. Yeah, going defensive uh, side of the ball was questionable. I thought they had a great draft. 
Yeah. Um, the only thing is – Did a great offseason. When you grow up in this division and you grow up, like, after the uh, the, Ladini, the LT years, and it's just Phillip Rivers, basically, running the show, uh, I need to see the Chargers play a season of football where they aren't injured to all hell before right. I start believing it. <laughs> right. Okay. No, and listen, the Chargers have had their fair share of injury problems. They've fair had share? They lead they've, the they've, league, John. They've, they've had them. You know what? I, I, I'm sorry. I can't empathize. I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah. Everything we do is broken. Everything we do is with the second team. Everybody it's a running joke. Hurt. It's a running joke that the Chargers are injured because they built their stadium on ancient burial land. Well, like, they didn't build the stadium. I know. So maybe it'll turn around. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, we'll see. I, I, I think the Chargers, well, we're not even doing the Chargers yet. We're doing the Raiders next. The Raiders oh yeah. are in third place. We have the Raiders in third place. We have the Raiders in third place at 10 and 7. Um, Maybe a little high. We, we think it might be a touch high. We had them anywhere between 8 and 9 and 10 and 7. It's basically like we're looking at like like a one to two game difference. <laughs> Here, here's the reality. If the Raiders go 10 and 7, they're currently a playoff team. Yeah. If they go 9 and 8, they're out. Yeah. And if they're out, and I want to make you say it on recording. Okay. If they're out. I didn't I asked, hesitate when you I, asked. I said to Ebteen, you had to think about it for a minute. I asked Ebteen a question before we started rolling today. Ebteen, this is year four of John Gruden. If you were running the show, obviously you're not, but if you were running the show. But I should be. My hair is magnificent. <laughs> if you were running the show, and this team goes nine and eight this year mm-hmm. and does not make the playoffs. What is the first move you're making? Fire the head coach. Right. Because right. because the way the way the story of the Raiders seasons have been really good early to middle seasons with the collapse in the late. And that's that's what's going to happen if they miss the playoffs. They're going to collapse late in the season. Now, our start here is very odd. We start the Raiders at 1 and 3. Yeah, you start and, the Raiders at one and three. I didn't agree they, with that. Start. And then they win six in a row. You start the Raiders at one and three. I don't agree with that start. But we give them six wins in a okay, row. Okay, but should we read the six wins? The six wins to Chicago, which we might have Justin Fields, we might not. Mm-hmm. Denver, that's safe. Philly, probably safe. New York Giants, probably safe. Kansas City, we have them splitting. With the Raiders, which and I, consistently happen, and the way the way I told John is, we're going to have them split, but I'm going to have you choose where it happens, and you chose there. You were, I, you were cho- yeah, I did, I did, cho- yeah. I did yeah. choose here, and uh, and then they then, have the Bengals. Bengals, yeah, okay. So they don't not, have a tough schedule here. Yeah, so we're not we're not going we're not I going find, crazy here. I find the most likely outcome of breaking up that streak mm-hmm. to be Kansas City sweeping you. I, I, yes, that's yeah, that's obvious. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, Philly would have to have a great day week seven. If they're going to have one, I think it would be the round then, but I'm not impressed. The reality is we, we will match up well with you. We're just, we're just not very talented. We'll match up well with you because we are good at stopping the run. We're not good at stopping tight ends. We're not good at stopping pretty much anything over the top. Henry Ruggs is fascinating. We have, uh, although he gets hurt a lot. So, you know, and offensively, I mean, your defense isn't good, but our defense has never been good. <laughs> but my offense isn't good either. Yeah. So, we, I, I, I pray for a middle of the pack defense that night. 
It'll be a Miles Sanders versus Josh Jacobs slugfest. It'll depend on who, who which defense gives more. Actually, I think uh, I don't think it'll be a Miles Sanders versus Josh Jacobs slugfest. I think it's going to be Darren Waller versus who? Nobody. I don't, I don't think right. they're going to win that game. <laughs> so yeah, I mean Dallas Goddard's a top ten tight end according to experts now. I don't really know why they're basing that on. I think I think just tight end is kind of weak if you look You're at. You're not it, kidding. Actually. Yeah. You're not kidding. Um, Goddard doesn't have the body of work to be considered that high yet. I'm, I'm sorry. He just hasn't done that much yet. I love the guy. He's very talented. I just, he does make a drop here and there. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Anyway, 10 and seven, I think it's generous, but I think this is, I think this is the peak. I think like, like we can say pretty confidently that 10 wins is like their max. Yeah. This is a weird year for the Raiders. Uh, you're, you're, you need to do something. You have to. If you go four straight years without a suit without a playoff, not Super Bowl, without a playoff berth, it'll be over 20 years. It'll be 20 years at that point since John Gruden has last been in a playoff. Game. Okay, okay. I was like, we went to the playoffs in 2016. No, no. <laughs> be 20 years since John Gruden last went to a playoff game. Yeah. You fired Jack Del Rio for this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I still I, I wasn't a fan of firing Del Rio. Personally, but I don't. I was because Del Rio completely mismanaged that offense. Del Rio is like, a defensive coach. Okay, you're the head coach, though. That's all that matters. Okay. You're, the, he, you're the head coach. You fired your offensive highly, staff. You fired who's your, your, who's your play caller? Uh, it was De Filippo. De Filippo. John D. Filippo. Yeah, uh, he won a Super Bowl in Philly. Okay, just say he, he ain't QB's coach. He's not shit. I'm just telling you, he's not terrible. He was shit. <laughs> um, he was our QB coach. We fired the offensive coordinator despite having a great offensive coordinator. It was Bill Musgrave, I think it was. He was also Billy, I think. Yeah. And uh, Musgrave was having a great year. He was a little Actually, conservative. I might be wrong on that, but keep going. And uh, they fired him. They brought in uh, Filippio, and the entire offense tanked. Completely just went gutter shit. Yeah, Musgrave was in Philly for a little bit. He mismanaged it. That's all I'm all I'm gonna say. Listen, that's fine. You can mismanage all you want. You might not have found the next one either. So not. You gotta start shuffling. Yeah, it's you know, there's there's a lot the Raiders have to think about to consider right now. It's a very make or break year for this. This is a vital year. Yeah, for this Raider regime. Um, You know, somebody has to get cut off if it doesn't work out this year. So that's on, a ten so that's a ten and seven for them on to the Chargers. Eleven and six. And eleven and six and also good for a playoff berth. Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> no they just barely missed it. Yeah they the missed it with the Raiders at ten and six. <laughs> ten and seven. Weird year for these Chargers. We have them winning another six games in a row as well because we have them splitting with the Chiefs too. I think I think the AFC West is like it's been a little bit more fortunate with the schedule. Like we just went through the AFC East and they have a terrible schedule. Is it possible the two best divisions in football are the AFC and NFC West? Yeah. Is that reasonable? Um, Okay. Like Uh, honorable mention AFC North. Yeah. Okay. Now I agree. I just, you know, the Western teams are crushing it right now. Mm -hmm. They really are. They've got some of the better young quarterbacks. You've got Mahomes. You've got Herbert. You've got, well, Russ isn't young, but he's an elite quarterback. Stafford's a top-tier quarterback. 
I mean, Kyler Murray sitting there young as hell and still green, but still there. Who else is that division? Trey Lance? Garoppolo, well, Garoppolo, but Trey Lance. We do not like Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're done with that. Yeah, I, I, I think the Western teams are really rolling right now. Um, you got Big Ben coming in for his one more year. Well, that's the North, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you got Lamar Jackson. We don't like Lamar Jackson as no, much as the majority people. of people. Yeah, and uh, Baker. Baker seems like he's turning a corner. So and we Burrow. Could, yeah, and Burrow. We can enter like, uh, like a decade of like really great like QB play in the AFC. Yeah, three divisions with a lot of lot of talent. Yeah. Um. So anyway, these Chargers, we have them splitting with the Chiefs as well. We have them splitting with the Raiders. Uh, we give them a trap. We, we we have them lose a trap game to Minnesota, but otherwise, I mean, we got them on a six game winning streak from weeks twelve to seventeen. Yeah, they beat, they beat the Broncos, Bengals, Giants, Chiefs. That's their split. Texans and Broncos again. That is such an easy stretch. Mm-hmm. That is such an easy stretch. Doubling up the Broncos, Bengals, and Texans and Giants. That's five wins. Mm-hmm. That should be five wins. At worst, it should be four. And then they have they beat the, we have them beating the Chiefs as well because we have them splitting. This should be a very good year for the Chargers. It should be. I'll see it when I see it. They need to be healthy, obviously, as every team does. Health will play a role, uh, but you know, take your opportunity here because this is a really talented Charger team, uh, which you know the Chargers seem to perennially have a lot of talent. They just don't execute. Yeah, the Chargers uh, spend every offseason being the dark horse team to make the playoffs, and then they right. don't. Yeah. So uh, the playoffs are wide open this coming they year. They are. Uh, honestly, like like what? <laughs> 12 teams can fight for it? Like, honestly? You've got, you've got 12 teams in the AFC that can all feasibly be playoff teams. Yeah. So take your opportunity, because if you don't, you're just wasting another year of Herbert, and uh, I get to talk about how you made the wrong head coaching hire for an offseason. Yeah. And now on to Kansas City with the least, least surprising 14 and three. We don't have them losing a game till week nine. Yeah. Their losses are to Green Bay, the Raiders, and the Chargers. Everything else is a win. It's very simple. I mean, think about the schedule. Cleveland, to start your season at home against anybody, we're giving it to Kansas City. Yeah. Then we have them beating Baltimore, beating the Chargers, just <laughs> destroying the Eagles. <laughs> Playing Buffalo, Washington, Tennessee, all of these. Yeah, Buffalo and Tennessee are possible trap games. No they doubt are. about it. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. But Kansas City is better than both teams. Mm-hmm. Titans, Giants. We have them losing to Green Bay. We have them losing to Green Bay. Big time. Um, not a big time loss, but Green Bay seems like they're on a mission. I think we're going to be very surprised as to how highly we tout Green Bay when yeah. we go into their schedule. Yeah, I think it's going to be surprising how high we end up being on them. Uh, it it like I don't know. Doing this whole exercise, it kind of feels like we're making like we're we're making the road like the path for a Kansas City Green Bay Super Bowl. <laughs> it smells like it. I mean, yeah. listen, Tampa. We as far as we've done so far, Tampa is is five and zero. Mm-hmm. Green Bay is five and zero, just based on the 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 schedule the scheduling we've done with the AFC. New Orleans at four and one, Atlanta at four and one. New Orleans and then, is doing well. But, but what we did in the wet, look at the West. The Rams West is the, eating, the, the man. Ram, Rams at six and zero, oh, Seattle at five and zero, oh, San Fran at five and zero. Oh. We are demolishing 
everybody with now, the NFC West. Now they're they're probably gonna like they're gonna lose to each other and they're gonna lose some NFC games. Yeah. But uh, it kind of feels like we're looking at like we're looking at multiple contenders in the NFC and then we're looking at the Chiefs. <laughs> right. And, I mean, it does feel like that. I mean, yeah. it really does. The Chiefs haven't taken a step back yet. Yeah. And they're not gonna ever. Yeah, we'll see. Somebody would have to be hit by a bus. Like, it's just crazy how good a team they are. And they keep getting better. They can't insert the Jesse Pinkman meme. They don't can't keep, keep getting away with this. They don't keep getting better. They lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> so what? They okay, keep getting they objectively, they objectively got worse. <laughs> Their record got worse. Their performance yeah. got worse. That team improves every year. Because that's just how Patrick Mahomes seems to work. I'm not the biggest Mahomes boy in the world. Neither am I. But I'm but, not to be. But, <laughs> but we can't dispute what he does. He wins. Top, he is a top three quarterback at worst in the NFL. At worst, yeah. he's top three. At best, he sky's the limit above everybody else. He is shockingly good. And it's shocking because blinking, you'll miss it. The game will end. You'll look at the sh- the, the stats. You'll be like, when did he throw for 393? You'll, it, it won't make any sense. You know, what yes. Kansas City, you know what Kansas City does? Kansas what? City like has like this. The way they play their football games, they score like all their points in bunches. Then they just stop moving the ball on offense. Let the other team like get within 10 points. And then they win by 40. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. They don't play full football games. They don't. They play as much as they need in order to win. Uh, they do the bare minimum, and then they destroy you, and then they go back to the bare minimum. And sometimes they miscalculate. They miscalculate three yeah. times, according to us. <laughs> yeah. So Green Bay looks like a team that could beat them. This this game will end up on Sunday night. I mean, it, it has to. Yeah. Green Bay, Kansas City, that is an amazing football game. Chiefs Raiders seems like an afterthought game that you'll just find out on red zone one day up oh, the Raiders won. Like it's, it'll be like it was last year when the Raiders won one out of nowhere. Uh, and then the chargers and your phone is, your phone is literally going to blow up. John. It's going to be the same crap as last year. And then I'm going to have to remind you that the Raiders did this crap last year <laughs> and they're going to fall apart again. And then we have the chiefs losing one to the chargers in week 15. That feels like a late loss. For Kansas City. It really it's a, does. It's a Thursday night game. It's the week before they play the Raiders again. So they're going to want some revenge. Week after. Yeah, the week after. My bad. Uh, so, like, like you spend you spend all your energy, like, pushing the Raiders around in week 14. You come into a Thursday night game in week 15, and Justin Herbert's like, hey, remember I played you close last year? Right. <laughs> this time I'll take one. <laughs> right. Yeah, he did play him close last year as a rookie out of nowhere. Yes, nobody knew who he was. He wasn't, you know, keyed in on yet. But um, but he's shown talent. I, I think Herbert's like Herbert's like a dark horse pro bowler this year, but obviously things have to be healthy and all that. Well, but the pro bowl is just like it's not an award anymore. Not as much as it used to yeah. be. No, it's not. And he won't be all pro. There's too many people in front of him. It's a shame. It's not his fault. He's a great quarter. He's a good quarterback. At least as, as far as we've seen so far, he's a pretty solid quarterback. Mm-hmm. So 
Who do you think is going to make a bigger leap? Now that we're done with the AFC, okay. Who who do you think has more potential to make a leap this year as far as ascending to the throne of like a top ten QB, Herbert or uh, Burrow? That's tougher than you thought, huh? I'm going to say Herbert right. for multiple reasons. Right, mm-hmm. the team is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing in LA, so the media is going to push him more. And um, Burrow's coming back from an injury. He's gonna he's gonna be on a bad team. He's gonna need some time to get back up to speed. Burrow is going to have an up and down year. I feel. As we're talking about this, I'm gonna go on Twitter and make sure like Justin Herbert didn't just tear his foot off or something. <laughs> Okay, because that seems to be like our mo. Like, uh, we think Herbert's going to be the guy. He's going to make it happen, and he's hurt. And um, I don't know. I think like the whole top ten conversation, uh, for this like people are going to argue that like top ten quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson's a top ten quarterback. I'm sorry, like you watch football last year. Lamar Jackson was not a top ten quarterback. No. Okay, and people have him on the list. So when we talk about top 10 quarterback, we're talking about the current year, (laughs) unless we actually say overall, we're talking about the current year. So I think Herbert has a much better chance than Burrow to make it into that, into that list. Yeah. I I think Herbert, I think your primary points were, are well taken. It's a better team. Yeah. The Chargers have more weaponry. They just do. The Bengals have, I, I argue Bengals have a better running back. Um, and I would argue the Bengals have... You think Mixon's better than Eckler? Yeah, I do. On their best days, Mixon's way better than Eckler. Yeah, but how many days does Mixon have? Where no, that's, that's well taken. I'm just saying, when, when, Mix, when Mixon's at full tilt, he's a top seven running back. He really is. He's scary when he really gets going. Mm-hmm. You know, but you could have pulled, I could have pulled a joke there. Because Mixon <laughs> yeah. is kind of a piece of crap. But... Yeah. um. You know, if anybody's seen that tape of him, you know, just beating the crap out of a woman in college, it's not cool. Joe Mixon probably shouldn't be in football. But as long as he is, I'll have to talk about the fact that I do think he's a talented player. Um, you know, Eckler, Eckler's workout videos and his body of work, like he's, he's, you know, obviously a physical specimen. He's a talented guy. Eckler feels like he kind of became a good running back kind of overnight, though, right? Like it just kind of happened one day. It just decided the, the world decided Melvin Gordon's not good anymore. So here's Austin Eckler. Yeah, it was like it was like he's like, listen, 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 listen. Melvin Gordon's gonna fall off a cliff and he's gonna end up being a Denver Bronco. But, by the way, by the way, yeah, called called it. I had Melvin Gordon as a bust day one. Yeah. But I'm gonna give you Austin Eckler, a no name out of nowhere, actually good running back. Yeah. <laughs> Who can yeah. catch a football. So I didn't like <laughs> I, I did not like Melvin Gordon out of Wisconsin. At all. When he went first round, I was like, wow, they threw that pick away. I didn't like him at all. Now, I liked Gurley a ton. Well, I Gurley not, was great until his I could not off. have planned for the arthritic knee. Yeah. So, Apparently, people could have, though. Is he still, is he un, he's unemployed, right? Isn't he on the Falcons? No, it was a one year deal. It was a one year deal, I believe. Rams might want to give him a call. Todd Gurley is currently available, 27 years of age, just I, sitting there. I bet he's going to end up on the Rams. I, I, I mean, uh, Bleacher Report wrote this article about a week ago. Mm-hmm. No-brainer NFL signings that should happen right now. Todd Gurley to the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what else is on here. Justin Houston to the Colts. That didn't happen. I think Houston just signed somewhere. 
Arizona, um, I want to say. Justin Houston. I'm checking. Mitchell Schwartz to the Bears. He is on the Baltimore Ravens. That tracks. Malik Hooker to the Cowboys. That one did happen. Mm -hmm. Steven Nelson to the Colts. He went to Philly. Remember how much I loved Malik Hooker coming into the draft? Yeah. Injuries really ruined that. Well, that's what I told you. I was like, listen, the guy's going to be good if he's, you know, healthy. Yeah. But he isn't ever. So, and and I – we kind of figured, like, I think I think I was a little bit more confident in it than you that he was just not going to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't 100%. I think I was more confident than you that Derwin James was going to be healthy. Um, <laughs> and I won there. <laughs> and you won there. So yeah. you were right the on moment, Derwin. The moment the Chargers drafted Derwin James, I'm like, damn. <laughs> Rip yeah. Derwin James. Yeah. And um, you know what? When Derwin's been healthy, he's been crazy good. Yeah, he has. He's been an all-pro. But, yeah. like... He isn't healthy. It's part of being a Charger. Part of being, well, it's part of being Derwin James. No, no. The Chargers Derwin was hurt like in that. college. He was hurt in college. It has nothing to do with Chargers. The Chargers <laughs> saw that injury history and were like, that's our guy. We got to get us some <laughs> of that. We got to get him that. Yeah. That was what happened with the Sixers for a long time in basketball. They were drafting guys from countries you've never heard of, mm-hmm. or they were drafting d- dudes with like foot injuries, but but only bigs. So it was like, oh, you're seven feet tall, 250. You have an 87 inch uh, wingspan. Okay. How are your feet? Oh, they're injured. Perfect. Get them in here. It was, it was weird how often they were drafting injured players. I mean, they were trying to tank, but like, you know, it is what it is. Um, now, th- this is, it's an interesting division. Th- there's a lot of, um, th- there's a lot of, enticing talent in this division so um you know afc west is, is gonna be like one of the best divisions to watch and then like nfc yeah. west in the, is also going to be one of the best divisions to watch yeah it, it's a shame the nfc west doesn't have major markets mm-hmm. like they have the chargers but the chargers are the second tier team in their major market now <laughs> AFC Ve- west, yeah. now the <laughs> afc west yeah. now vegas is has the potential to be a big market. It's an opportunity, but you have to take it. They need to be good. Yeah. They have to do it. Mm-hmm. They just have to do it. There is no excuse anymore. There's no excuse. It's now or Gruden, get the f*** out. <laughs> like you have, have to do it. Now, we had the conversation before. Do we think it's more likely that the Raiders sit under their mistake or admit a mistake after four years and bite $60 million to which Mark, you and I both agreed. Mark Davis does not have that money. <laughs> yeah. To which you and I agreed. We think they're just going to have to sit with the mistake. We think they're just yeah. stuck. Um, if after this year you're stuck, you're going to be stuck a while mm-hmm. because he'll, after four years of non-production, it's not like he's magically going to become productive. Yeah. So, you know, the 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 there there have been some questionable decisions. There have been some questionable draft picks. I've had more questions than you have on some of those. Although I am two for three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I'm still taking the Leatherwood one. You can't was, take the Leatherwood one I when you didn't make the it. pick. 
I did you make didn't the make that pick. It was the first thing I said. Yeah, but <laughs> was, you didn't make it as your it pick. It was the first thing I said. I gave you the opportunity. Oh, John. it wasn't nearly as emphatic as Henry Ruggs was. Yeah. Henry Ruggs was emphatic. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was, I telegraphed that six months in advance. It wasn't, I booked it in October. <laughs> we were watching a college game. I was like, oh, future Raider. You're like, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you bet you're at. Then the combine happened. I'm like, you sure? You were like, oh, no. And <laughs> 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 and I were watching the combine. I'm just like, you sure? You, you sure they're not going to do it? And he's just like, they can't. I'm like, they're going to. He's going to go first, too. And then he did. And then I laughed and laughed and laughed. So, yeah, I, the Raiders have – I think the most pressure in this division this year has got to be on the Raiders. The pressure has to be on the Raiders. The Broncos have no pressure because they have no expectations. I think the, Vic Fangio has a lot of pressure, actually. No, no, Fangio does. Yeah. Because they'll be fired if they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is the team as a whole, the expectations around the league are – Pretty low. The Raiders have to do something. Yeah. Right. No one in no one in the NFC is looking at Denver and thinking that could be a team you could see in a Super Bowl. Yeah, not a single. You know? And no one's thinking about that for the Raiders either. But the <laughs> Raiders are supposed to be in year four of this Gruden plan. Yeah. It's time. The pressure is now. The Chiefs have no fucking pressure. Everybody knows how good the Chiefs are. They're just gonna play and they're gonna be really good and they're gonna be a playoff team again. They're gonna win the division. Uh the Chargers don't have any pressure. No, the Chargers, no, the Chargers have pressure. First year coach. It's the Chargers, yeah, the Chargers have the pressure to justify making that change in head coach. Because oh, the, her, the, the change in head coach I've come around on, I think it was justified. You think it was justified? Yeah, at first I didn't because I told you I wanted to, I thought Anthony Lynn should get one more year. Mm-hmm. But it was justified because Anthony Lynn didn't transform that team in any way. You know, the previous who was the previous guy who was right before them? It wasn't Gus Bradley, was it? I I can't tell you that, dude. I, I forget who the who the yeah. coach right before him was. But whoever it was, maybe maybe it was Wizenon. I don't I just don't remember. But it's not it's not like they grew a ton from when Lynn got the job to when he did. I think Lynn went to zero playoff games, if I'm not mistaken. He definitely did, yeah. Right. So it's not like they were going to grow a ton in the last year. The offense, while okay last year, had the potential to be better. Yes, rookie quarterback. But you did have a coach who was completely unwilling to try Herbert until Tyrod Taylor was stabbed in the chest. Yeah, until a doctor made a mistake. <laughs> until a doctor almost killed Tyrod Taylor. Until Tyrod Taylor was actively dead, Justin Herbert wasn't going to play. And then the minute he got on the field, it was like, nope, he's still not the starter. No, he didn't not start. Like, didn't nope. they try to like, like when Tyra Taylor could come back? Didn't they like try to like weasel him back in there? Yep. <laughs> yep. That is why Anthony Lynn was fired. Anthony Lynn was probably fired because of his lack of lack of correct judgment on the quarterback position. Justin Herbert was ready. You should have played him from day one. You might have won seven games. I don't know how many the Chargers win, charge win last year. Seven feels right. They win seven? They won. Yeah, they won seven or nine. Yeah, so you could have won like nine. You could have yeah. won like nine games if you got them going. Really, I really thought the Raiders were nine and seven last year. 
Dude, collapse. Wow. Look at that. Look at that home and away stretch. How did you lose six games at home? Got nothing for you there, man. Golly. It sucks to open a new stadium with no fans. No, oh, no, that's yeah. well taken. But you had a worse home schedule than the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what, though? Well, the Chargers, 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 Chargers are no difference. Yeah, Chargers never had a home. <laughs> right. They don't have a home. It's yeah. so sad. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm not there with the, the Chargers have some pressure. But when I'm looking, what I'm saying with the Raiders is you have a GM and a head coach with whose heads are just sitting in crosshairs, mm-hmm. just waiting to get fired upon by the you're fired bullet. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Mark Davis is not known for being proactive in making changes. He's, He's not known for extremely hands off. Right. He's not known for his proactivity. The most Mark Davis does is show up to the games. Right. And then he goes to PF Chang's afterwards. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah, his he's not he's not especially proactive. It might be time to be because if this team doesn't build something this year, you got to admit a mistake. You have yep. you have to look at it and say something is clearly not working. Um and I think they're the team that can learn the most this year. You know, obviously, if the Chiefs go like nine and eight, they're not going to. But if the Chiefs go nine and eight, obviously, they have to look inward. <laughs> it's it's an injury if the Chiefs go nine. And eight. <laughs> it's an injury. Yeah. It's an injury. Patrick um, Mahomes had his leg fell off, and he still played, and they still won nine games. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, all right. I think I think that's all we've got for the day. Next week, NFC North. Yeah, NFC North and South. Yep. Plenty to talk about there. Uh, That should be very enticing. Um, So we'll see you guys then. We'll bring some news with us if we have it. Hopefully, I mean, it probably will be some. Yeah. Your favorite player is about to get injured, don't you know? Who? No, I'm talking talking generally. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like every offseason, man. Do not draft your fantasy teams yet. Don't do it. Seriously. When are we doing ours, by the way? End of the month. End of the month, I guess. End of the month. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I I'm gonna wait until like the weekend before the season starts. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna really push this because this is such an odd off season. I gotta be. You know, I don't wanna. I don't wanna have a draft and then somebody takes a running back in the first four rounds and doesn't play a snap. Yeah. You know, if he gets hurt in week one, that's a different issue. It's just unlucky. But we're not. I'm not doing preseason drafts. It's a mess. So it happened one year in a league I was in. Somebody took Jordy Nelson. They tore his ACL two days later Oof. in practice. So, it, you know, I took him third round. I'm like, uh, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. You're screwed. <laughs> At that point, you're screwed. You can't do anything. So, um, all right, guys, see you soon. See you next week. See you whenever the hell we record another episode. This has been Objectively Wrong. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>